0: Hello, and thank you for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am your host and the author of the piece that you're going to hear today, The Grey Knight. Hello, just me settling down after a long and well-deserved July 4th weekend. Um, Doing pretty well with things. Uh, Everyone worries a little bit about me this time of year, I think, or at least puts me in their thoughts, generally speaking, PTSD and the fireworks and all that. Uh, Honestly, they were going insane last year, and this year was just a cool, easy breeze. Uh, One firework at 2 a.m. fucking set me off like a motherfucker, Uh, but this wasn't on July 4th, this was a couple days prior. And I lost some recording. And besides that, everything's actually worked out great. So I said, fuck it. That's God saying, screw you, Jack. Uh, It's pretty late at night. Why don't you take a few days off? And I did, and I feel so much better. Uh, I'm here to talk to you a little bit about what I did the weekend. Because I didn't do anything uh, today to get myself in a little bit back more uh, shape and everything uh, to record this for you guys. And Hopefully, you know, come back sounding strong and good after my <laughs> intoxication station that I set up. I um, <laughs> I exercised today, all kinds. You know, I really worked out. I did all kinds of uh, riding and walking and, oh, uh, you know, the bike, the weights, push ups, the whole stretches and the sit ups and everything else. I did them all. And I wanted to drink so bad, and I didn't. Oh, I'm so good sometimes, but not often. And I gotta tell you, I think the reason why I didn't drink is because there was a special. Uh, I've I've only just now gained access to alcohol delivered to my door, and let me tell you, it's been wonderful. I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about like getting a kegerator last year, and I missed a deadline, so I didn't allow myself that that purchase. And I'm so glad I didn't do it, because if I drank, if I got the kegerator, I would drink from the kegerator. And the whole idea I ever had about kegs is that they're cheaper. I mean, they are, but recently, because of inflation and shit, they're not. They're not that much cheaper. And so for July 4th weekend, I'm like, well, I just want to fucking drink the weekend away. Like, I really just want to eat food, drink. And play video games and watch TV and, like, not even good TV or anything. Um, And that's exactly what I did. Didn't do any yard work. (laughs) I had not one but two days where I didn't eat oats. (gasps) I know. Uh, I broke my fast every day by uh, getting up and drinking White Claw. Because that is the alcohol that got delivered to my door because it was super cheap. Except it wasn't white claw, it was a knockoff. It's called Three Birds or some stupid shit like that. And it was on sale. Uh remember, this is being shipped to my door. It was on sale for uh, it was 36 cans. <laughs> for bucks. <$19. laughs> but the minimum delivery fee is $50. So, Daddy had 72 cans of White Claw over the corner. <laughs> 5% alcohol. Ain't shit. I just need to say, uh I know that's a lot for a lot of people. Um <laughs> but I got to say, it doesn't do much to me. So, I wasn't even drunk for portions of it. Just I would I I slammed a couple of them, but because of all the food, um <laughs> Uh, it didn't work out. Uh I mean I got totally toasted a couple of times, don't worry about it. White claws, la blah, blah blah blah. I get it, but like it doesn't have the same effect on me as it does. I was expecting to get white girl drunk and I just got wow, I have to piss way too much drunk. <laughs> ah, back to seven percent for daddy. He need, he needs he needs to ride the wave just a little bit harder than I guess uh white girl's going to. I don't know. Where are they still going? Machine Gun Kelly Cons? I don't even fucking know where they're heading anymore. Anyway, um... <laughs> so, I got the best video game. I've been waiting. It's called Death Trash. You shouldn't get it for a number of reasons unless you really, really like video games and you really, really like them hard. And you really, really like them not telling you what to do. Which is not what most people like, um... But none of these things are particularly what I enjoy in a video game either. I love the mechanics of the game. And I knew that I had to play it slow because it's not out yet. I have no idea when it'll be out. It'll take a while. They're, they're working on it. So this is just like, like hey, pay us for an unfinished game. I was like, okay. Because I've been having my eye on it for a while. And I'm like, July 4th weekend, you've earned it. Fucking get it. Put it in the basket. So I did. It's so much fun. I just played it the whole fucking way through. Every part of the game that you can play. I played the shit out of it, and I didn't even expect it to end. And when it did, it kicked me in the nuts. It still hurt, even though I was expecting it. I tried to really meter that out. And just like the title implies, Death Trash, it's disgusting. You're eating meat that grows out of the ground and puking into robots to power them up within, like, the first ten minutes of the game. And, like, all of this becomes optional after you leave the tutorial. But the whole world is disgusting and really interesting, and uh, the game mechanics make it. So I did that. And then I realized, like, oh, man, I'm going to have, like, a real rude and crude July 4th on accident because I read all these reviews for a movie sequel that I never asked for that I don't know if anybody ever really did and the reviews didn't just keep saying it was good. They kept talking about how good the screenplay was, and I'm like, well, fuck, all right. So I watched Beavis and Butthead 2, and I laughed the entire way through, and it was a hundred times better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I laughed and laughed and smiled. I enjoyed the references. Uh, It's just a fantastic commentary if you take these rude and crude teenage horty boys from today, and you place them in the middle of 2022, like, how much How much? even more outside of the boundaries are they? And instead of being a schlocky or, like, reference-laden piece, it's its own story. It's its own screenplay. And it's actually very cute. Very, very crude. So I was like, more crudeness, please! Uh, So I watched Stranger Things. Did you guys like Stranger Things Season 4? Did you? Did you like that? Because I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I got a lot of you into it too, but like, ooh, they really lost what was special about it. And like, you know, I'm not a big fan of Paul Reiser or anything, but he is in the movie Whiplash, so I know he can act. (laughs) And watching him, watching him on Stranger Things, seeing some four be all like, I don't think you understand. The town of Hawkins, Indiana is in trouble. And I'm like, this is a story about mad scientists who were performing unconscionable experiments on children. They're not worried about small towns in Indiana. Are you out of your mind, fucking Duffer Brothers? Ugh, there are just so many things that annoyed the shit out of me in season four. (laughs) I think the worst thing is the show kept going out of its way to be all like, 1986, 1986. And then being all like, you know, in 1986, lesbians were were treated pretty well and respected. It's like, hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing a gay woman would say to another woman who's older and more popular than her is all like, I'm not interested in your boyfriend. For very obvious reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it's just, they went out of their way to be like, this is 1986, this is the beginning of the satanic panic and all that shit. It's like, this is not 1986. Nothing about this is 1986. Mm. This, this is some strange alternate upside down 1986 before you go into the upside down. So... Ah, I just feel like the show lost a lot of what made it special and the characters aren't very interesting anymore. They were in three different places of the world the whole season. How long does it take to break out of a prison? Well, if you watch a TV show called Prison Break, which is about a prison break, and the entire point is a prison break, uh, it doesn't even take a full season. So, uh, why did it take a full season, Stranger Things, season four? Sorry for spoiling for everybody. I don't know. I'm pretty sure none of the writers do either. Uh, Except for they didn't have a single storyline to tell if everybody was in the same room. Guys, the phone's busy again! Oh, well. (laughs) How many times? If you just played a drinking game where if you heard a busy dial tone or a character reference to dial tone, (laughs) you got sloshed. So. Yeah, you know, little Mormon girls hacking into NORAD and shit. Ugh. Like, they didn't even use, like, something, like, really cool and 80s-like hacking-wise. They didn't even do, like, oh, phone freaking or something that would totally make sense for the period and something. 16-year-old would absolutely know uh, if if they were on that side. You know, they don't imply that they hit up a radio shack or something. Nothing. they have just like, oh, sure. My, my Mormon girlfriend can hack into NORAD, the NORAD equivalent. Why not? Why not? She even knows what backdoors are in 1986. The TV show Halt and Catch Fire, which is all about computers and software in the 80s, might have a little bit of an issue with this. I don't know if anybody watched that one, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you did, kind of, kind of comparing the two. Both set in the 80s, both with female protagonists. One blah, blah. one of, one of them wasn't as popular in season four. But boy, the characters made a lot more sense. So I had a real nasty taste in my mouth after Stranger Things season <laughs> four. Sorry, that's just the truth. Uh, <laughs> one last little rant. Very, very early in season four. There's a doll. Someone breaks open the doll. There's a note in it that's cryptic. And one of the characters says like, "That sounds like Jim." And I was like, "Jim? The guy from the first season who lives in a trailer, wakes up drunk every day and yells at his deputies, his secretary, that coffee is, that mornings are for coffee and contemplation?" And tells everybody to go fuck themselves if he he can't punch them out? That Jim Hopper sounds like an international man of mystery, does he? Does he? Does he? Okay, well, as somebody who read A Day in the Life of Ivan Dusanovich, let me tell you, that whole season lasted so much longer than that book. So... I watch The Boys as a bit of a palate cleanser because it's so gross and it's so over the top and it keeps getting funnier and better. And just randomly, I'm going to spoil more than one show right now. Why not? (laughs) Just totally randomly, I was not expecting this at all. They show a version of the 80s that I remember a lot clearer than the Stranger Things vision. And that is... A version of the 80s where, if America could kill the shit out of people in Latin America, the book Murder Bird is actually kind of about this. They absolutely would. So, in a world where military entanglement and superpowers and corporate interests are all coming together, in, a, uh, I, in, in President Eisenhower's most terrifying nightmare. <laughs> Of course there's a superhero division that we send into Panama to kill the shit out of people. America doesn't like at that particular second. And that's the version of 1986. They both are set in 1986, Boys Season 3 and Stranger Things 4. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Oh, oh. And then the other thing is Paul risers in Season 3 of the Boys and he plays just a shitty, shitty, shitty over the hill producer all coked up and nobody loves him and that kind of thing and he's like baby boobla because instead of producing movies or or music or whatever he produced superheroes uh oh. mm-hmm. the perfect palate cleanser uh for everything i didn't like about stranger things season 4 pretty much just yes. mm. and again Gonna ruin just a little bit. But Paul Reiser at one point casually talks about Marlon Brando fucking him up the ass. And then, you know, makes a joke about, like, you know, it can't be gay if it was the 80s or something like that. Yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to know what women were called if they didn't give men sex in the 80s. (laughs) Much less if if people actually suspected that they were lesbians. There's a whole... Series. This is gonna sound fake, I know, but there's like a whole series, but I don't mean just one titular series, I mean in the same way there's like a lot of superhero shit now, and like before there was a lot of superhero shit, there was a lot of supernatural shit with vampires and ghosts, like there's just a whole lot of media about it all. Kind of congregate. Like, before that, it was serial killers and, like, the detectives going down. You know what I'm talking about? Like, in the 90s and shit, it was all serial killers and investigators. Like, even if it's supernatural shit, it's still molder and Scully. It's always in the investigation, the investigator, the cop, or whatever. Uh, before that, just like media kind of congregates. In the 80s, a whole subgenre is women slash girls going to prison, being chained up together... Like, you know, gratuitously showering uh, and being naked and all that. And they almost never have lesbian sequences. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked previously about reading or about going to a, to my human sexuality class pretty young uh, and having a pretty intense professor. Uh, one thing I'll never forget is, like, they, they talked about the studies on homosexuality. She goes, there's 19 of them that we're going to cite uh, and eighteen of them are about men and one of them are about women. And I asked if that was typical of, of like the greater amount of research out there, and she went, Oh no, not at all. There's there's literally hundreds about men and literally two about women. Uh gay men and gay women. And I was like, Oh. So <laughs> it's like, there's no such thing. Like ah, gay woman. Every woman's just waiting for the dick to arrive. Come on, man. Oh, palate cleanser. Ah, so I did all that gross stuff and I drank. I tried to play Diablo, which has just been fascinating because everybody hates it and the game is dying. I don't particularly love it either. It's great to log into every few days and play around, but I guess that's not how people do it no more in the video games worlds. Uh, So, you know, that's been pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh food. I made my duck, of course, my duck skillet. I ate that for two days. Double rice, double mushrooms makes it taste extra nice. Uh that was just absolutely fantastic. Uh made myself just a little bit of a of a steak and eggs. Uh lots and lots of barbecue. Uh, from scratch, just so good. Did, did a dry brine pork tenderloin, gave her a dry rub right before putting her in. Uh, thought that White Claw slash Three Birds was actual alcohol because I've never had it before. So I, I was going to pour some of that in. <laughs> least that was just not going to work at all. So I made it extra buttery and spicy and cooked up some broth and shit. You know, really tried to do it right. and Baby, it came out so good. Oh, limes were on sale again. I bought so many limes. I bought $5 worth of limes because they didn't cost a dollar a piece. Oh, and I've been rationing them out slowly but surely. So, so delicious. People are like, you haven't made a pizza in a while. It's like, I know, I know. I kind of got addicted to pizza rice because it's rice. So therefore, it's inherently much better than you. Uh, but also, I don't use as much cheese on top when I make it, so it's kind of just ch- uh, cheesy tomato rice. And let me tell you, that's pretty okay, nutrition-wise. That'll, that'll do. Homemade barbecue sauce gets better every time I make it, and I make it less seriously every time. That is one of the most exciting things about making sauces, and, like, why I never want to become a saucier, because then you have to be all official, and you have to do that one fucking move that they all do, because I've watched a lot of fucking kitchens now, and, like, like people cooking, and like they all have the same fucking move where they tilt the saucepan like 30 to 45 degrees, and then they get in there with this tiny whisk at the bottom. Ah, ah, ah. It's like, nah, I've moved my wrist around for money enough in one life. Come on. I don't need to do that no more. Like, and they just, they'll do it for minutes at a time, motherfuckers. They'll stir it until they change the physical properties, the wizards of food. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, barbecue sauce better every time. That's very exciting. Uh, that was my July 4th weekend. Pretty much everything I did. I gamed, I laid around, me and the cat were good. Uh, and you know, I had a I had a surplus of yard work to do, so that was super nice. Uh, everything about my body these days, like going out in the heat, in the early day or, like, jumping up and making something like that happen. It just ain't no thing anymore, man. Like, seriously, it is just not that big of a deal anymore. And I know I've talked about it before, but I guess my healing is going to be either unending or it's going to be unceremonious. And one day I won't look back, or I'll have to look back very far on the last change that I, that I made. Uh, right now my diet's very rich. I'm getting in my oats and my chia seeds and my nut milk and my fruit and some kind of green, uh, every morning. Except that July 4th we can, oh no, a, a dirty, dirty thing has been opened. Um, and I'm like really diversifying. Like I only want to try and eat potatoes with, with beef anymore, except on special occasions. Like, I mean, I just love mashed potatoes. They're just so good. And I mean, I make them from scratch, you know, and everything. Um... But I'm really really trying to diversify my my stomach maxes out pretty easy on green veggies, green leafy, and I know they're so good for you, but it doesn't particularly care for too much of them it, it really doesn't so I've been trying to you know get the green beans uh in and I don't just mean the green beans like like the name green beans almost, I mostly mean like lima beans and butter beans like the more colorful beans in them and carrots uh and you know, black olives and mushrooms. I'm really trying to diversify. And figure out more ways to get uh, more stuff in, uh, stirring in some more and more uh, Asian veggies. I got to get back on the stir fry at least once a week. That's a great way to diversify, you know. But I, I'm trying to take the whole of nutrition really seriously. It's not just it's not just reducing the amount of processed food, right? It's not just reducing the amount of sodium and sugar it's not just trying to get more green in and more organic you know plant plant matter it's the whole it's the whole treatment i feel good i want to feel better every everyone i know right now just about is having some trouble sleeping through the night which makes oh man when winter comes cuz this is the hardest time of the year for me to sleep when winter comes and I don't have to pay any attention, my mind can totally shut off to like homeless people coming by because it's too hot and cold and dark and shit. But really, when it's kind of cold and dark and I could just curl up with my cat, I got a I got a heater uh, in my bedroom because it's an old house and it's not central heating. So like I just crank that boy, bad boy on, I shut the door, the cat comes in, she fucking rubs her ass against me. I'm gonna sleep so good this winter, right? Last last winter, even I had all kinds of mental health issues, and or I was, you know, I was pretty much coming over at that point. But like, I'm coming out the other side of my nervous break or or depressive episode, whatever the fuck you want to call it. whatever everybody is about to fucking have, because I'm ju- I'm just telling you, as the great Terry Pratchett Neil Gaiman uh, line goes, I just beat the rush. That's not gonna make any sense unless you've read the book I'm quoting. But I just beat the rush. That's my view. It's like ah. You know, yeah, don't worry. Just, yeah, give it till November 9th or so. Uh <laughs> maybe 10th, 11th. Uh you'll know, you'll see some shit. Uh. <laughs> so I I'm coming out of it. This year I'm going to have like you know, written a written a written something I'm really pr- I mean I kind of already have, but this I'm in the rewriting phase and blah, blah, so much work but I'm gonna I'm gonna rest my head at the end of this year I'm gonna feel a lot better I played a lot more video games and had a lot more fun and I ate and I learned more recipes and I tried new things and uh, I didn't get sick still I'm so fucking proud of that you stupid worthless hermit Uh, and I'm really quite looking forward to it I'm gonna nothing's gonna stop me from putting up the Christmas stuff this year it's it's going to be so exciting. uh I, i'm not going to even remotely be able to wait. uh that's going to be like, you know, definitely within the week after Thanksgiving this year around. I, it was a little dilly-dally last time. uh uh i'm going 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 for it this time. uh today i mean this this whole weekend was about taking a break, saying you've come so far, trying to acknowledge just, just out loud through everything, how lucky I am, and fortunate I am, and just take it easy. So I vaped my ass off, and I drank, I ate, uh, as I'm calling it. I ate like a king and drank like a peasant, uh, and I just, it's great, you know. No snack food, all food, food, you know. Ah, it it feels really, really good. I have a lot of little things I'm looking forward to. If I really finish this fucking book up in a way. Like I I think it's going to keep going. Obviously you take a little break. But like I'm going to try and get this one sold. I'm going to like the whole thing agent publisher, I mean it. Like this is the first thing Grey Nightwise where I'm like no 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 no. This this has got to this has got to get out there. It's it's <laughs> I don't know if it's good enough, but I worked too fucking hard on it either way. So uh <laughs> this one's got to have some kind of wings you'll get what that means later. <laughs> uh but the hope is is that I finish this one up and it feels I mean it already feels great so I don't really care because I know what the ending is. Uh I've I've written it before. So <laughs> even if I write it worse I could just fall off the first one. <laughs> Oh, that feels so fucking good. Oh Uh, uh <laughs> I'm just going back to other projects, I think. I'm I'm really I'm hoping I'll go back into them by the end of this year. Uh, it's it's looking pretty good. It's feeling really it's feeling amazing. Oh it's feeling amazing. All the accolades, all the support, all the all, all the encouragement, all of everybody telling me what I do to you. Ugh, this weekend wouldn't have been possible without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Bottom of my heart. Uh, and that is the elongated intro. Still trying to make up a little bit for Missing a Week. Sorry about that one. Uh, it really was just because June was a hell of a month to record. So I said, fuck it, went back to being a writer. It's pretty great. So that's the end of the Mia Copa and the talking about the papaya. That's not the right word. Uh anyway, enough of the Amuse Bouche. On to the much smaller main main piece. <laughs> a request today. A request made many times over many years, only fulfilled today. And I hope you enjoy. It's called I will never stop. Ha ha! Uh, I think with everything I just said, I wouldn't need to say any more, but I have forgotten which piece I am recording the intros for because I'm a little bit ahead. Ha, ah, isn't that nice? Uh warning for today's podcast. Trigger warning. Non-consent. Uh, all kinds of aggressive and derogatory language. Sorry for a real light intro and then realizing what I was throwing to everybody. Thank Allie, because, uh, something like this and the rest of the podcast couldn't possibly happen without her and her (laughs) vigilance and guidance. Thank you, Allie. And everybody else who's enjoying that kind of concept, uh, con- Ah, Come on, guys. I didn't fucking expect to record anymore. I've been drinking. I, uh, anybody <laughs> who enjoys that kind of content, enjoy. Hey, where do you want it shoved into? Hmm. No, just tell me where you want it shoved. I'm happy to push it right on in. Why are you looking nervous all of a sudden? You're the one who scheduled this. I told you it was going to be just one guy coming over. So where do you want me putting the fridge? Hm? Where do you want me to shove all this right in? Over here? Right here, huh? Ooh, that's gonna be one tight fit. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, you would know your hole, so I'm gonna trust you. And just sorta of <clears throat> mm. There we go. Just shove it right in. There. Mm No, nope, this is gonna take a little back and forth. It's not that you got the dimensions wrong, it's just a little harder to get it in there than you might imagine. Mm, I mean, this is the trouble with going for something just based on dimensions. You have to have experience to know what it's actually gonna feel like. Right there. Mm -mm. Oh, I'll be happy to listen to you guide me. Go ahead, give me instructions. What do you see? You do have a different point of view. How am I supposed to shove this in? Because I'm telling you right now, it needs to be pushed in there. So is it aligned? Do you see it that way? Or are we really going to have to start... All the way over. Do you want the job done right, or do you want it right now? So, how about you let me handle this, little lady? Uh huh. I mean, I believe I've humored you enough. You've said your piece, you can fill out a comment card. I think you should let me handle this, so I'm going to pull it out, I'm going to just lightly tap it back and forth against the entrance, and then we're going to start shunting in. And it's going to take a little bit of friction, but there we go. You see how we're already pushing in? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more, and we get it wedged in there. Pretty good. Now, that might cause a little bit of damage, but it's going to buff right out. I promise you. Hmm. mm mm Hmm. I probably should have written something on the back of it to make sure you knew exactly the first time. This went in so goddamn well. So, with a few more hits on my shoulder a little bit more from my hips, just about halfway in. So, do you want it all the way in? You're not comfortable with it sticking halfway out. No? Well, then why are your tits hanging out? You heard me. What the fuck are you wearing? Oh, now you're going to try and cover them up. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So. Hi. Hmm. Nice wall you've got here. Do you like backing against it or...? Uh Uh-uh. What are you going to do? You're here alone. You just told me. You closed on the house there's no one else around and no one is gonna hear you scream and then you went out of your way to book me because i'm cheap and you've got your pretty little tits <sighs> i'm gonna warn you right now that i'm one of those equal rights kinds so you can slap my hand all you want but if you do I'm going to start slapping you right back. So just keep that in mind, please. I'm not interested in your excuses. I just want you to tell the fucking truth. Why you dress like that? Huh? And there's only a couple of reasons. Did you want to tease me? Did you want to fuck up my day? Huh? Did you? Is that it? You think you can just invite men into your fucking house, have your tits hanging out, tease them, and then go home and jerk off to you? Is that how it's worked out for you so far? Well, you know something else that's way nicer to jerk off to? The feeling of a woman's wet cunt. And I bet yours really fits the bill right now. Hmm. I bet, even if it wasn't when I walked in this door, it sure is now. Gosh, I'm so tempted just to reach down and see. Do you you want to slap my hand again? Huh? Do you... Do you want to push me away as hard as you can, little thing? Hmm? Hmm. I want to know. I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you say it as I pull your panties aside and I shove my middle finger in. I want you to say That me moving that refrigerator by myself, how big I am, how strong. It made your fucking cunt wet, didn't it? It made this pussy right here. So look at me. Look at me. You need me to put my left hand underneath your chin and point up by, well, I will point you exactly where you need to look. I will put you exactly where you need to be. This is a full-service kind of delivery. Mm. I love the way you comply, even when your voice is shivering and high-pitched. Right there. Mm. (laughs) Mm. You're already gripping me so fucking tightly. You're already so fucking wet. I want to tell you something. I Mm. want to tell you something. And you may not believe it, but it's the truth. You're about to be lucky twice. I'll tell you why. The first is, I just want to fuck you. That's all. You want to fuck me too. I want to fuck you. And, well, I'm going to. The second thing is, you're really lucky you got me today, and not because you're going to like my cock, not because I make you wet. I think any man doing that today would have looking you up and down, seeing what you're showing off, showing off for you. Do you know why it's just me? All this heavy shit and just me. It's because it's always just one guy now. Used to be two. Just not enough people anymore. And that's why you're lucky. Because let me tell you, there was a real good chance. I call in sick. I catch a cold. (laughs) I just want to play hooky. And you know who shows up? No, you don't. No, you don't. You called the company. But I know my co-workers. And let me tell you, instead of doing something about this wet cunt, hmm, they would have done exactly what you wanted. And if it was this one guy, well, if it was this one guy, you'd be real fucked up. Hold on, let me show you something. See, don't be afraid. I'm not gonna bend you over and push in yet. You just need to put it in your mouth while I tell you a little story. While I tell you about why you're so lucky. Come here, stop fucking, stop fucking fighting. Uh Uh-uh, just start taking it in. your pretty little mouth. Is gonna be able to take it all. Just start taking it in, suck. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's not enough guys for the boss man to hire. Him. If the boss man can't send out deliveries, then he leaves money on the table. You ever known a boss man to leave money on the table? So not only are we going out in single shifts, but the guys we've hired. You're not going to believe how easy it is these days to say I just don't have an ID card. I just can't remember my social security number. And what the fuck else is the company going to do? So if you got this one guy started not that long ago, let me tell you, he can't wait to show pictures. Hmm? He can't wait to show pictures of the pretty little things he saw that day and their addresses, which of course he has. He talks about the layouts of their houses. And let me tell you something. I don't think the best things have happened to these poor women that he's delivered to. Because... I got to tell you, he's not real good at conflict, or talking to people, or being a human being. But he's real good at being fixated. He's real good at figuring out how to get what he wants. Keep sucking. I know this is making your pussy even wetter. So, yeah. I guess I've pieced it together. And I would say something. But my back already hurts. And you're not going to rub it any better after. So... What I want you to understand is, besides, you can suck my cock with as little enthusiasm as you want, but I'm pushing it in, so you should probably try and make it wetter. Well, the other thing is, I have a tight schedule, and I'm going to fuck you. And I'm going to forget about you. And the only thing you're going to remember about today, unless you call me up again and you want this again, is how fucking much you wanted this cock. And then, how you got it. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. And all I'll remember is that you were just another hot little piece of housewife ass. (laughs) Something I came into and left behind. But, again, that's why you're lucky. Because what if... Stop sucking my cock. Stand up. Turn around. Bend over that fucking island. Come on now. Now! Move, move, move. Bend! Head down. Ass up, 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 up. Come on, spread your legs further, further apart. Are you a fucking toy? Are you a fucking toy or not? Right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it when a bitch is so fucking wet. I don't even have to play with that glit. Look at that. Mmm. You acted like it was so fucking thick before I tried to push it in your mouth. Your pussy knows better, doesn't it? Scared little pussy knows better, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Mmm. Hands on your hips, so I can push it. You push against that counter. You don't have any fucking mass compared to me. You're just a goddamn nothing. I am the size and shape of that fucking refrigerator. You hear me? I can move it because I'm just as fucking dense as it. there. You are nothing compared to me, tiny little cunt. Tiny little cunt! physically and metaphorically. Mm, Right there. Mm, Grip around me. You are so lucky because I'm not some fucking miscreant. I'm not someone who focuses on every single woman who fucking meets. If you got what you wanted from me, if you got what you wanted from me. And I thought about you, and I couldn't stop. You think it would make the local news? Mm -mm. We'd make the national papers hot stuff, you and me. Man breaks in, In mask, takes woman down hall, rapes her, rapes her, ties her up, rapes her. I would do it for every single fucking week. You made me think of you. I would come back and I would hurt this pussy. And you wouldn't even have the fucking chance to get acquainted to it first just have to take it You are mm, as fucking hot mm, as you are a slut. Mm, Until I figured that out, what if I left here not being able to stop thinking about you? Huh? When I can't stop thinking about something I fixate on it. I fixate on it and I never stop. So if you really made me walk out of here wondering what your holes felt like, there's only one way that would end. This way... mm, well, it's a new house. You don't have any cameras set up. There's no witnesses. And even if there were. <laughs> you know what the value of a woman is worth these days versus a man. No record. And you know why I don't have a record? Because you're going to come to this again and again again. You asked for it. In the way that a slut always does. And afterwards, you're going to rub yourself and take yourself here. Mm. Hell, you came so good for me, you didn't even move after. I'm wondering if you're not going to invite me back. You want me to leave you a little chance to do so? Like I said, I'm running a little bit behind today. So, how about this? I'll leave your fridge halfway sticking out. And if I so much is here that you need a little help pushing it in, well, you'll see my van outside your door. Hmm. But not before I see you again.